It's Window Nation's semi-annual sale, and it's a big deal. Right now, get 50% off all windows along with no interest for five years plus bonus savings when you schedule a consult today. If your windows leak, get foggy or hot, or you're paying high utility bills, that's a big deal. With Window Nation's semi-annual sale, you can replace your windows and save a big deal, too. Schedule a no-obligation in-home estimate now. Call 866-90-NATION or visit windownation.com. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Radio presented by the Bet Park Sportsbook and Casino app coming to you from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino, comfy chairs, big TVs, all kinds of sports to hang out, watch, and gamble on. No better place to be on a Saturday. And for me, no better place today. What a treat for me. Tom Kelly and I, we've worked together for seven years now. Yeah, a long time, James. And we've been on shows together where I've produced and you filled in and all that, but this is the first time that we have ever hosted a show together. It's crazy. We were talking about that last night because I'd do remotes when you were back in the studio, and then I'd fill in for John some days, but first time we've hosted together, man, and really excited to do it today. It's, it's going to be fun. I'm excited. I feel bad. Shout out to my Uncle Rick. Uh, he comes here almost every Saturday to hang out and say hi to me and because he lives close, so it's a good way to just see me. He's the biggest Tom Kelly fan in the world. Is that right? And it's the one Saturday he's not here. Every Saturday he's like, Tom needs more shifts. I need to hear more from Tom. I love that guy. So, Uncle Rick, I'm hanging out with Tom. Man, I'm, I'm upset not to meet Uncle Rick. <laughs> yeah. Come on, no, Uncle he probably Rick. Hear this. He might get over here. Come on over, Uncle Rick. All right, 215-592-9494. It's pretty amazing. Uh, I remember sitting here uh, almost six weeks ago with Elliot Shore Parks and us sitting here after that last OTA practice and saying, man, it's going to be a long six weeks without Eagles football, without anything to talk about, with any new information. And, like, somehow, some way, the Eagles practicing next week, man. We made it. Dude, I, and I can't wait. Like, we, we get to this point every year, and we crave football. And, obviously, it's nice when the baseball team's playing well. But training camp's a different story. And you get so excited for the season. And, I mean, there's so many expectations, such lofty expectations for this team, James that this next five weeks here is going to be really critical, obviously get through it healthy, and a lot of things you want to see from this team over the course of training camp. Yeah, that, when we'll get into it. There are so many different storylines, so many different question marks, concerns you can have, but also so many different things just to be in, incredibly excited about. And it does feel, you know, talking Eagles over the last few days on the morning show and really the last week or so, that, you know, I think this might be, even compared to 2018, you know, coming off the Super Bowl win that season, I think this is the most confident 
this fan base has been in a football team going into a season maybe since 2004 i think probably the last time when they brought to in that offseason brought javon kerson like we all felt really good about that team coming off the super bowl but it was you know it was a little different when's coming off the injury this and that like this feels like this team is, you know, we lost guys on defense. They go out and they fill the holes perfectly. It hurts. Taking it out. Like, they're, and, and the NFC, it just feels like everything's setting up for this team where, where it's hard to kind of find too many concerns right now. Yeah, man, no doubt about it. I mean, you have a good offseason. You fill the holes. You have a great draft. And I agree with you on the confidence level because coming off of those other Super Bowl appearances, like you said, 2018, you're dealing with the Wentz injury. There's a lot of uncertainty around that. Kind of expected that team might take a while to find its footing. Uh, 05, you had all the T.O. nonsense to start that year, so we kind of knew that might get off to a bad start and might end up being a bad season. But you look at this team, I mean, there are very little concerns. And, and going into this season, like I look around the division, and I think the Eagles are you know, in really good shape to win the division. I'm at the point where I'd like be surprised if they don't go back to the Super Bowl. Me too. That's where I am with them in in terms of the gap between them and the second best team in the NFC, which what might be San Fran, might be the Cowboys, but the Eagles are so far ahead of those teams that injuries are really the only thing that I think can stop them at this point. Uh, I know. How crazy is that? That that and look, we understand. We saw a team go win the Super Bowl and then come back. We know it can be hard to to get off to a good start, to, to find your footing coming off the Super Bowl. For a lot of players, the first time they're playing that deep into a season and have to turn it around and get back. But there's something about the, the, the infrastructure that's been built here between Sirianni and Hertz at the top where I just have such incredible faith in these guys, in their motivation, in their dedication, in their work ethic, in all these things that I, I just feel like they're going to come back and they're, they're going to get right to work and they're going to kind of pick up where they left off, Tom. Yeah, and James, I think, you know, when you talk about Jalen, let's face it, that's where a lot of the confidence comes from. A lot of the confidence comes from the quarterback because in, in certain scenarios you might think, oh, well, this guy might, maybe he'll take a step back. Maybe he'll go into the offseason, not do all the things that he needs to do to come come back and, and take that next step. Nobody feels that way with Jalen Hurts. Like, we know he did everything this offseason to get ready for this year, to take that next step forward. We know that that Super Bowl loss motivated him more than oh, anything. I, it, it eats at him. Oh, it does. I mean, and, and that's the thing. Like, when Devontae Smith says something, like, uh, oh, the fumble lost us the game, where do you think that's coming from? Yeah, it's from like, Jalen. That's Jalen saying it was on me, guys. Right. Yeah. It, it comes from Even Jaylen. though he was the best freaking player on the field in that football game except for one freaking play and that's why he's amazing because he all he looks at is that play it's incredible and when you talk about things like to look forward to I can't wait to see Jalen Hurts take that next next step I can't wait to see him in training camp I can't wait to see him start this season and I have ultra confidence that he is only going to get better and and we're going to be looking at him as an MVP candidate again this year. I already bet on him to win the MVP. That's it. What you get what you get on a price? <laughs> I got him uh, check out the Bet Park Sportsbook Casino app. You can bet on all this stuff, all kinds of awesome future uh, future props, all that stuff. Uh, I got him at plus 1200 and he's gone down since then. Uh, so I felt really good about that. I've got it right away. As soon as the odds came out, I'm like, I am betting on this dude to, to come back because I, I do think that, you know, that motivation coming off the Super Bowl, you know, I believe fully that Jalen has spent every single day this offseason thinking about that fumble, thinking about that loss, thinking about what he can do to get back there and win that football game. 
And I agree with you. Like that is that is the heart of where my confidence in this team comes from. It comes from my belief in that dude and and Sirianni too. The combo, but but that dude's ability to lead this team where they need to go, to not let anyone let up, to not come in and not have the type of training camp they need to. All right, let's let's look ahead because again, next week we are going to have practice is back and this is an important training camp as tom pointed out there's a lot of things to be excited about but there are things to be concerned about i know tom and i are both really positive about this team but let's start with concerns and and we've already talked some excitement too but what is something going into this camp you what are you looking at like what are you going and saying all right i got my eyes on this position or this player or this thing that you're like all right Look, we all know the schedule could be an issue. It's tough, but but if you believe in this team, I think teams should be more scared to have the Eagles on their schedule than other teams. Uh, than the Eagles should be to have other teams no on doubt. their schedule. But in terms of something that you look at with this team, what what's kind of the biggest concern for you heading into training camp and what you're keeping your eyes on? Defensive tackles. I mean, there's no doubt about it, James. When you look at it and you bring back Fletcher Cox, and I think I think Fletcher is has gotten to the point where he's kind of under appreciated in the city but we know he's not the same player he used to be so he's kind of a rotational guy he's not going to be your 80 percent of the snaps d tackle anymore you lose Javon Hargrave you need Jordan Davis or Jalen Carter at least one of those guys to step up and be great this year and until we see that happen I mean you can't have supreme confidence that it will like I think they're both extremely talented I think Jordan Davis, the injury really hurt him last year. And Jalen Carter, obviously an extreme talent, but we don't know how it's going to translate and whether the off-field stuff is going to affect him. But especially with the, an undersized linebacker like N'Kobe Dean playing behind him, um, you know, inexperienced in that spot, they are going to need the defensive tackles to be really good this year. And that's, in my opinion, the biggest concern as we look into this uh this training camp in this season they need to be strong up the middle up front yeah and look that leads to the linebacker thing and i am i am about you know up there with as big a kobe dean fan as there is out there i believe in this kid i think he's going to be a great football player but look he's the only guy that i have any faith in at that position and look he is undersized he is starting for the first time in his nfl career it's going to take him a little time to get a feel for for the game for the size for the speed and all that type of stuff like nicholas morrow I have zero idea what we're going to get from that guy. or And the other guy, like Christian Ellis, like I know Elliot's excited about him. Like, it's a special teams guy. I was about to say, aside from the Kobe Dean, I don't even know what linebackers are on the yeah. roster right now. Yes. I got to do so. Is Davion Taylor still on this team? I think so. Oh, really? I think he's somewhere. He's he might around. not be in a few weeks. No, <laughs> he won't be. But again, like, I mean, that, and that is a third round pick. I mean, the fact that guy couldn't get any sort of playing time in this rotation. So I think the middle of the defense is a problem. Look, safety is a question mark. The coordinators are something that people could be concerned about. You know, I have a lot of faith in Nick Sirianni, but this is going to be a big test of Sirianni's infrastructure. I, I don't remember the last time we had to see a team go into a season with a new play caller on each side of the ball. Yeah, and, and I mean, Shane Steichen was a really good player. He was great, I yeah. Mean, and you see what he did, uh, not just here, but previous to that in Los Angeles with Justin Herbert and the Chargers. Yeah, that's a concern. That's going to be an adjustment. Defensively, I think we might disagree on this. I don't think Jonathan Gannon was nearly as bad as a lot of people oh, made him out buddy. to be, Look, I, personally. So that's a, that's a statement where I don't think he was as bad as some people made him out to be. But I think he was bad, and I think he was overrated. I think he's a fail upwards guy. I think he was mediocre to good, mediocre to good. With so a lot I would of go talent mediocre to bad. But okay. I get your point. Fair enough. But you know, Sean Desai comes in; he's not going to have the talent that Gannon had last year. Again, 
up the middle, they don't have a lot. Their ends look good. The corner's obviously huge to retain Slay, Bradbury, and you have uh, Avante in the middle. But, yeah, I mean, the talent on defense is not nearly as good this year. And the coordinators, taking over two new coordinators, uh, that's going to be an adjustment for everybody. Yeah, and, and look, I'm excited about Desai. I think especially with a young defense, look, you've got some veterans to help guys along with Cox and Graham and Slay and all that. But I think in terms of all these young kids you got on defense, all the Georgia kids, all that stuff, like Sidney Brown, all that, like, I love that they're bringing in a guy who's got a doctorate in teaching. Like, I love that they're they're focusing on fundamentals, on teaching the positions, on building these guys up, developing them. I, I think that approach, that's a Sirianni thing we've heard so much from. I think that approach is the right approach for this team. But look, I mean, you'd be silly to say that losing both co- coordinators isn't at least something that could turn into an issue for this team. 215-592-9494. As we head into training camp, what is the thing you're looking at? Like what do you who do you need to see? What players? Look, also it can be something you're excited about. Like Tom Tom mentioned before Jalen Hurts. Like we both can't wait to see Jalen Hurts just even if it's just training camp. I can't wait to see the dude out there kind of getting his guys on the right page and out there field generaling and all that, you know? Right. And and it's probably going to be a common answer. Like a lot of us are looking forward to Jalen Hurts, but I don't know, man. Like, it's just been a long time since I've had such confidence, not just in a quarterback, but in a player, in an athlete. Me like, too, I man. Feel so good about this guy Me being too. the leader of this team, and I just can't wait to see what, what lies ahead for him. I, that's the thing is, like, I think he's going to get better. Like, I, I feel like I know he's going to get better. I've always said, back when people were down on Hurts and all that, that the, the phrase I always came back to was, was, I wouldn't bet against this kid. That whatever 100% of Jalen Hurts' potential is, whatever the, the, the combination of his athleticism, his brain, his football smarts, all this stuff, put it all together, whatever 100% of that is, he'll get there. He will get to 100%. He will get all out of him that he can. And I'm not going to lie, man. I was a doubter. Like, after 2021, I wanted to trade him for Russell Wilson. I wanted to trade him and, and move on and go in a different direction. But he proved me wrong last year, and now... I mean, I, I've never been as confident as in in a player as I am in Jalen Hurts getting better and improving. Me too. And me too. Like I, I think the future of the Eagles is so bright because of this kid. Much less everything else. Much less having the best general manager in the sport. Much less having a coach I believe in. And I do think it's been kind of funny. It's almost the type of thing where we. I mentioned this before, but it feels like the fan base is almost just like, yeah, we're great. And there's nothing to kind of debate. You know, there's no, there's no pushback. No, it's 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 weird, and and weird. I'll say like that in itself is a little disconcerting to me. I agree. But, of all the like, there's nothing on the field that worries me. It's the yeah. The, <laughs> my biggest worry is why am I not worried? Yeah. Like that is concerning because it's like you can always find something. Like you can always find something to say. Okay, well if this goes wrong, the whole season could spiral out of control. But I just I feel so good about things. I'm not feeling that, and in, in itself, that is. That is kind of the worry that I have is why am I not worried? Which is, uh, you know, uh, uh, ingrained in us as Eagles fans year after year. But Jalen feels like he might be the elixir for that. It might be like, oh, maybe we don't need to do that every year because we got this kid who's always going to keep us a certain level of competitive. 215-592-9494. What are you most excited about to see in training camp? And what are you most concerned about? And really, what are you looking for? Look, we are, we are three days away. Three days away from the Eagles taking the practice field. Crazy. Elliot tweeting out Jalen Hurts stats from all kinds of videos and pictures. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be fun. 
this special season, what we both believe is going to be a special season, is about to get underway. Yeah, I mean, it's going to be awesome, and uh, I can't wait. I can't wait for all of it next week. 215-592-9494 if you want to chime in really on anything, Eagles. But what are you, what are you looking for in training camp? What players are you keeping your eye on? What position battles are you interested in seeing? And, and again, who are you just excited to see back in an Eagles uniform? 215. And look, are you as confident as we are? And also, does it make you nervous? Is that the thing that's making you nervous? That you're almost like, why can't I get myself to be a little more concerned about this team ending in the season? 215-592-9494. Shout out to our buddy Tom in Abington. Got a uh, a hip surgery, but he's doing great. I saw him the other day, but uh, we'll not be starting with him. But what a... What a pinch hitter to lead us off. Honestly, can't do much better than the GOAT. Drew in Westchester, what up, pal? How we doing, folks? This is, a, this is an honor. I feel like, like Matt Stair is like 2008 here. I'll try, to, uh, I'll try to do Tom proud. The, the hammer killer, Drew. Yes, that's right. Yes. That's and his I actual think, official nickname, there you the hammer go. killer, yes. I, 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 like, I, like, I like that one a lot. And I, Seltzer, I love, the, um, I love the chess talk on the, uh, on the pod, actually. The morning <laughs> of Beat the Hammer. I watched the Queen's Gambit scene where Beth gets the call in the hotel, and the last thing Denny says is, like, go beat him. I watched that, like, 20 minutes before. So I love, love, the, I love the chess talk That's on the phenomenal. pod. Phenomenal. All right, so I will, give you guys, I will give you guys a concern, and then I'll give you guys um, what I'm excited about. And then I also have a uh, – I wanted Elliot to be here for this, but you guys can definitely fill in. I'll give you a training camp crush I have my eye on Ooh, um, at the end, too. Uh, yeah, so I think my concern – and I think this isn't something we're going to know until September 10th. I don't think we can really pick it up in camp, but kind of like you, what you guys were saying, I, I, I am a little concerned that, like, is Brian Johnson as good as we think he is? I was a big – a Steichen fan. I think I've told you before, I just have a lot of like PTSD from like, you know, internal promotions going into 2018. I don't think he's Mike Grow, but I just, you know, I think a lot of people think Jalen can overcome like bad coaching and there's probably an element of that, but I think it, you know, ultimately needs to be a partnership. So I just hope Brian Johnson is ready to, you know, step in as play caller. Yeah, well, especially the play caller point. I think that's a really, you know, look, you, you need you need to call good plays. Like, you know, Jalen can cover up for a lot, but if you, if you call the wrong plays, you're going to be in trouble. Yeah, I mean, Brian Johnson and Jalen, they have a great relationship. They've known each other for a long time, so not worried about them working together. But, yeah, I mean, Steichen was a great play caller, and I think that's something that p- kind of flew under the radar the last few years. No, no I, I, thought, I thought Shane was awesome. What I really loved last year was a lot of times we were just – starting fast the three playoff games it's boom down the field seven nothing um off the bat so i want to make sure that you know johnson i'm equipped to do that now uh what i'm concerned about two things and there's a uh, common theme i'm excited about two things there's a common theme uh between the things here uh the last name Smith. I'm excited for contract year. Uh, Devontae Smith. I love that kid. I'm all in on that kid. I think he's going to be have a monster year. And then I'm also excited just to see Nolan Smith uh, running around uh, too. He just seems like he's going to be super likable for me. I feel like him and Brandon Graham are going to be like good friends. And if you think about it, if you're basically kind of replacing like Robert Quinn snaps, who didn't do anything with a lot of Nolan Smith, if he can contribute right away, I just think that pass rush is um is really lethal and then i'll hit you with my um i'll hit you with my training camp uh crush too i got my eye on this corner um eli ricks 
out of Alabama. You know, I know it worked well for uh, Josh Job. So I know it's going to be hard for him to crack the roster with how deep corner is, but I, I got a close eye on that kid. I'm hoping Elliot can give me some tweets about him. Yeah, Drew, great call as always. We love you, buddy. And look, I do think Eli Rick's an interesting name in that he was someone who heading into last college football season was considered a first-round pick. Like, he was expected to be a top-ten type talent and all that, had injuries, had all kinds of stuff, um, and wasn't able to kind of, you know, obviously he was an undrafted guy. So I like taking shots on guys who are pedigree guys, who have the potential and whatnot. I, I, You know, look, it's a lot to ask. They got a lot. They got, you know, they got some dudes there. McPherson, Zach McPherson, like the forgotten guy. Like, who knows? We'll see. Right. But, But... an interesting name to throw out there. Yeah, and the guy that, that Drew mentioned that I can't wait to see either is Nolan Smith. Yeah, like, like Nolan Smith, the man. The new BG, everyone's just anointed it. Well, when he made those comments about, you know, playing in the cold and how much he loves it, and if you can't handle it, you know, basically bleep off. Like, I, I, I can't wait to watch that kid. I think he's going to be a fan favorite. And if he can play... Man, this pass rush. Well, that's the key, right? If, and I he's got he you right. He's got to be able to play. But he's got, like, elite traits. You know, he really does. He is an elite athlete. He's undersized. But this, he's coming to a team that knows how to use a guy like him. Like, it, when Asan Reddick's your comp from every draft person, it's like, oh, go to the team that, you know, had gave Reddick his best season of his career. I still don't know how he felt a 30. And, hey, maybe, unfortunately, we'll find that out if he yeah. can play. Um, but, man, at this point, it looks like a steal. And you add him to the rotation with, with Reddick and Graham and Josh Sweat. Man, if those D tackles can play in There's the middle, upside there, this D line could be better than last. Yeah, and again, and also they've got youth there now, which isn't something they had a lot of before. They've kind of really, if if these kids can turn into something, I mean, you're talking about a, a future, uh, you know, a future in the trenches that looks really, really bright for a team that that you know really prioritizes that. Having guys, if they can play on cheap salaries in those spots, is something where it gives Howie all the freedom in the world to work his magic. It, uh, it's a lot of upside here, and Nolan Smith, obviously off the field, you know, is as buttoned up as, you know, basically Hurts. Like, he's like, not, no one ever has been Jalen Hurts, but he's like Hurts-esque. Comes in, just knows every right thing to say, charismatic, likable, seems like such a great kid, all that stuff. Yeah, and I love the fact that, you know, he's teammates with a lot of the other guys on the defense already. Hopefully it helps. All right, 215-592-9494. Training camps next week. What are you excited about to see guys back on the field? Who are you looking to see? Who's your training camp crush if you have one? Like Drew in Westchester said. Plus, we're going to get into a lot of other stuff this show. Nick Sirianni, Saquon Barkley with some interesting comments that I think Eagles fans will be happy about and a whole lot more. Tom Kelly in for Elliott Shore Park. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful Sportsbook at Parks Casino. And the Bet Park Sportsbook app is the only app that we here at Go Birds recommend. They cater to the real Philly sports fan with best-in-class customer service. The Birds Open Training Camp on July 25th. That's next week. We are there. Now is the perfect time to make those pro football future bets on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. So many great future bets to make. $50 wager right now on the Birds to reach the conference final pays $80. I think that's basically a lock. Bet Pro Football Futures now. Here are a few of the favorites and potential payouts if any of these teams win it all this year. $50 wager on KC pays out $300. A $50 wager on our guys pays out $350. I think that's going to happen. I think it's a good bet. And there's so many other fun things to bet on. You can bet on who's going to win league awards. You can bet on who's going to lead the league in certain categories. The app is easy to use. It's intuitive. It's fun. And here's the deal. Join us right now and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app. New customers. If you make a winning $10 bet, you get $125 in bonus sports bets. Sportsbook bets back. It is a great deal. It must be a winning bet. And bonus 
bonus bets must be wagered once. Bet Parks is also an official betting operator of the PGA Tour. Bet golf with Bet Parks. Hey everyone, this is Brett Boone. Would you know it? I've got a podcast going strong in our fourth year. Tune in as I sit down with my friends, some of the biggest names in sports, media, entertainment, for a lot of fun and in-depth conversations. As you know, baseball's been my life. It's been in the family for a long time, but it's a lot more than that here. It's sort of like taking a ride in a golf cart around a beautiful track. Join me every week for multiple episodes on the Brett Boone Podcast, available on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. Oh, Ben Ganny, a little Dave Matthews in the house, huh? That's a go-to for Ben. Ah, it's good to know. Yeah. So, uh, Ben, you know, young enough to be my child, which is great. Welcome to the show, Ben. Is that right? I'm 41. What it's you, not true. Like, how old are you, Ben? 24. Okay, so it is true. Yeah. I'm 41. I'm going to be 42 in September. It's so, relatively you know, true. It was, it's not true enough. Well, this is, <laughs> yes, you're right. That's true. It this was, is great because I'm used to being around people, you know, the producers making me feel old. Yes. You James, can. you're making me feel young, man. <laughs> I'm, five, I'm, I'm a few years younger than you. So this is what I do. This is my go-to. I mean, you know, I spend a lot of time with Jack Fritz, LHR Parks, all these people who are younger than me and make me feel, you know. You know, old, but that's fine. Well, I appreciate I'm good it. with it. But the point is, is, is Ben Kenny probably doesn't know that when I was 16, Dave Matthews, my first concert back in the day, back in Camden, back it was like I don't even know which one it was then. It was probably like this. Uh, it might have been the E Center still back then. I think Dave was my second concert. Yeah, I, my first. Uh I think we went to an OAR concert. Okay. It was my first one, and then wow. Dave was my second one. Yeah. Man. I feel like Dave's early for a lot of people. Been doing, look, I, I have not listened to Dave Matthews in a very long time, but I definitely had a moment with Dave Matthews. Oh, yeah. Every, everybody's had their Dave Matthews. I moment. think so, too. I, and Ben going through it now. Welcome aboard. Dave buddy. Matthews concerts are fun, though, man. They are a good time. Tailgate, see, tailgating scene, lot everything. To, lot to see at a Dave Matthews concert. Oh, yeah. You know oh, yeah. All right. 215-592-9494. Talking birds today because. Yes, they are playing next week on a training camp field. Elliot will be tweeting. We actually get a chance to see these guys back on the field after uh, six weeks. It went quicker than I expected. Um, what are you looking at? Like, who, who do you need to see flash? Like, what position battle are you most interested in paying attention to? When you're looking at Elliot's Twitter and wondering what he's tweeting about, what videos do you want to see? Who do you want to see? And what are you excited about? 215-592-9494. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Tennessee and talk to our guy, Justin. What up, feller? What's happening, fellas? How y'all doing today? Good, Justin. What's happening, man? Oh, man, I'm sitting in traffic somewhere in uh, South Carolina headed home. <laughs> We've been on vacation. and uh, Long drive like, for you, buddy. It was worth it, though. The pictures you sent me, it looked like you had a wonderful time. Nice. We did. We had a great time, and as, as James can attest, we had some great food. A so, lot uh, of food. Looked like you had a lot <laughs> of good food. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're on the way home. Still got about three, three and a half hours to go, but uh, I'm going to have you guys with me for the next well, hour and a half at least, so uh, let's get to it. As far as what I'm looking forward to, I'm looking forward, you know, like everybody else is saying probably, to see how Jalen comes back. But I'm just looking forward to the offense as a whole, to see Devontae, how, how much better he's going to be this year, to see what DeAndre Swift can do in this offense. 
to see, you know, if Dallas Goddard can become that top three tight end some people are saying that he can be. And, you know, what? I, I think our offense is going to be explosive this year. I really do. And, you know, we've got, what, five running backs. We normally only carry four. So, I mean, what? Who's, who's going to be the odd man out? Will it, will it be? I, I assume it's going to be Trey Sermon. But, I mean, it's going to be – I think our offense is going to be more explosive than it was last year. Hey, yeah. It's going to be phenomenal. Yeah. Justin, no doubt about it. And that's the thing I'm looking forward to, too, is, like, the evolution of the passing offense. Because last year – What a leap. Know, yeah, this is a really a really good offense. All of a sudden, Jalen Hurts is throwing dimes at, like, perfect spots and the accuracy and the deep passes. And it was like, oh – this is great. Yeah, and I expect it. Like, I think they'll be less reliant on the run game this year. I think they'll be less reliant on Jalen's legs because, let's face it, if we want to really extend his career, that's going to be a necessity moving forward. That's exactly right. That's why you need to lean on these backs. That's why you're going to carry for. And, you know, you get that lead. Like Ellie said, you know, I think, what was it? We were 21-0 going into the Super Bowl when we had a 10-point lead or more. Which is and wild. It's insane. That is the craziest stat I've ever heard when he mm-hmm. said that, man. I was yeah, like, holy too. crap. I know. But, yeah, once you get a lead, now you've got DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, and hopefully he can stay healthy. Or you uh, can just uh, lean on these guys. And that's what I'm looking forward to. And to see what Brian Johnson brings to the offense. But that's my opinion, boys. But I know y'all probably got a full bank of cows what I do. Hey, Tom and Abington, man, I heard James say you just had surgery. Get well soon, brother. I'm going to holler at y'all later. I love you, boys. I love mate. you, buddy. You're the best, Justin. Thanks, Justin. Drive safe. Keep listening. We love you. Uh, yeah, I, look, I think the, the offense thing is so fascinating because, I mean, that offense last year was amazing. Yeah. You know, like potentially the best Eagles offense we've ever seen, certainly for a regular season. So dominant. And, like, I don't know. Look, anything can happen injury-wise, but assuming health, like, I don't know how it couldn't be better. I mean, Jalen Hurts will be better. He will take a step forward. Jalen Hurts with another year with A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith will be better together. The offensive line, like, Isaac Samalo, a good player, and we don't know about Jurgens, but, like, that's the only change on this offense, Tom. Yeah, no doubt, and it's what they did to, to good defenses, James, and the game that always, like, stands out to me is, remember that Tennessee game where... Oh, where 35 to 7 or something like that? Right. Like, that Titans defense was good. And the Eagles just rolled over them. Like, they were absolutely nothing. And, I mean, I think they're going to be better. And, again, like, the Steichen thing is a legitimate loss. That's something to to, to really pay attention to. Yeah, Brian I, Johnson. I just said Isaac. You're right. right. That's fair. Samalo and Steichen are, are losses. That's right. a really fair point. And as far as the guys up front, like... I think Jurgens will be able to step in more than anything. Play between two Hall of Famers. Right. Look at the guys around. Oh, with the best offensive line coach in the history of the sport as far as we're all concerned. When, when you're playing behind between Lane Johnson and Jason Kelsey, like, you need some size and talent. Like, I don't think you or I could. Oh, I, think I could not. Maybe, maybe Tyre Hood. Tyre probably being could. Being the big dog yeah. that he is, he could step in at right guard yeah. for this team. But, uh, yeah. I mean, physical. Yeah. yeah. You don't need to be great to step in and, and, and play between those two guys. I agree with you. And, again, and then again, the Stoutland factor. Like, do we not just uh, forget that this guy can get anyone ready for anything? It feels like he took a freaking rugby player and turned him into an all uh, a Pro Bowl tackle in three years. We've never played this sport before. I mean, what if what a find? Like as far as like underrated 
moves in Philadelphia history. And you, I mean, you know how much I despise Chip. Chip uh, I know. But the, the, the best thing Chip did was bring Jeff Stoutland to Philadelphia. Uh, There's no doubt about zillion, that. A zillion, trillion percent. That is his, the, the best legacy of Chip Kelly is that. And look, he brought sports science. There are some other things you can give Chip credit yeah. for. But, but Stoutland, again, I think he's the best I've ever seen do it. And I really think this offense does have a chance. And I'm, I'm expecting it to get better, which is, look, the schedule's tougher and all that. But I'm expecting it to get better, which is thrilling. We did a poll this week, too, of whose uh, who's NFL future do you believe in more, A.J. Brown and Devontae Smith. And it was 50-50. It was a 50-50 poll. And it should be because we have two of the best receivers in the sport. Like, another year with these guys. There's just so much to be excited about with this offense. I love Devontae, man. Me too. too. That's, why, that's why I did the poll yeah. because I, I, if I have to take one for the rest of their career, I'm taking Devontae. And I think that I thought it was an unpopular opinion. The poll told me it wasn't. It was, it was the even opinion. But I just think his game ages so, so much better. Like, in the route running and the smooth play. And he's just... AJ's amazing. This is not to take it, and he's more explosive, and he is, you know, there are things that AJ can do that Devontae can't. But overall, like, I, I think I'd choose Devontae. Yeah, and, and I'll tell you what, we all rewatched the Super Bowl ball back. The thing that annoyed me the, the most catch. rewatching it, it, he caught the ball. Dude, it I mean, annoyed he caught me more than anything. I, I expected more than the turf, be, flag, whatever. More than the flag at the end. I, I thought there was no way it would annoy me more. That was so clearly a catch, and the fact that they took the time, go birds, baby. The fact they took the time and all that to, and then still overturned it, I, I'm with you. That was my, a great point. That, that was my biggest takeaway, man. And I'm watching, I'm like, he caught that ball. Yeah, I felt the same way. 215-592-9491. Let's go to New York. Talk to our guy, Mike. Michael! Jeez, what's up, my brother? What a thrill. So, uh, Mike, Mike, one of those, look, a lot of people four for fours. A lot of people, you know, call all year, this and that. Mike, Eagles season's done. He's out. Thank God he's back. Michael, I missed you, man. I missed you so much. It's such a you, pleasure man. to be back. I missed you so much. Missed you so much. Tommy, how you doing, buddy? Good, Mike. How you doing, man? Very good. Very good. So, listen, for me, for the guys, honestly, I'm not even thinking of the offense because I know they're good. I know what Jalen is. I know what the offense is. I mean, I already know what to expect. I'm expecting more. And you know what? I think Kenny Gainwell is going to have a, a, such a great season that we're never even going to remember Miles Sanders. So that's where I am with the offense. What I'm looking at, which is going to be so important to the success and our Super Bowl, multi Super Bowl run, let me put it like that, is Jalen Carter and Jordan Davis. Because if Davis can, can rebound, if he's healed and he can rebound, and now he has his, his buddy next to him, and if Carter is what we think he can be, then we have potentially one of the top three, five defenses in the league to go with one of the top three offenses in the league. And with and with youth up and down, I mean, that to me, so those two components on the defense, that's a domino effect, which I hope people understand. Like, if they are what we think they are, the Kobe team has 150 tackles. Yeah, and now Mike. you don't need to bring it. You know what I'm saying? So what do you think? I'm with no Mike. I'm, I'm totally with you, and that's what I'm looking for in training camp. Here is those defensive tackles because Nicobe Dean again. Like I think he's really talented, but he is undersized. And you look at the success that he had at Georgia. A lot of it was behind these two guys. I think that went into yep. a lot of the thinking to the Eagles drafting Jalen Carter this year, obviously, and the fact that he's yep. an extreme talent. But yeah, I mean, talent-wise, these guys could be monsters, but they're still very young. They're very raw, and the Eagles are going to be relying on them to do a lot this year. 
I, I, listen, I agree. That, that's why, to me, that's like a, a huge, that, that's a huge pivot of the success of this team this year. Because, listen, I mean, if we had to really scratch an itch last year of the team, I'm going to say it was the defensive tackle. You know, we had we had older guys there. We didn't have anyone who was really crushing. Look, you know, Hargrave had a good Hard season when it came to rushing the pass. Yeah, yeah, pass rush, but he was terrible against the run. The run was the run. Turn out to be our Achilles heel. Super Bowl, case in point. If these guys are what we think they can be and do it so early in their career, I mean, we're golden. We're winning 14 games, multi-Super Bowls. Dang it now. You know where I am. Mike, love you, buddy. It's so good to have you back. You got it, brother. Talk Keep the calls man. coming. And I, look, you said at the beginning, Mike said there, I totally agree, especially because, look, I think they're both really interesting you know, cases in terms of moving forward. Jordan Davis, I think, I can't believe how many people have just bailed on the dude. Yeah, it's bizarre to me. He's a huge guy who had a foot injury and it's in a leg injury in his in his rookie year. He was playing okay, not good, but okay to start. Gets the injury. They go sign Sue and Joseph. They both contribute. Like, it just happens sometimes. Like, this is a guy who... Who do people understand that he is one of the great athletes in the history of the combine for his size to run as fast as he did to uh, do all the shuttle stuff, all that stuff? Like he is, he is. It is someone that size has never done what he has done at the combine ever, yeah. ever. Yeah, James. And I think the mistake some people make is like they'll cite the the numbers before the Eagles signed Sue and Joseph, and it's like, oh well, the run defense, the numbers got better after they signed those guys. But if you watch Jordan Davis play before he was dealing with the injury, dude was making a significant impact. I mean, uh, I think the Detroit Week 1 game, the numbers of him on the field versus off the field against the run were insanely different. So, you know, if you watch the way he was playing before that injury, he's a difference maker. And I think that year one, certainly that injury threw everything off for him. Totally. We can't judge him fairly on totally. that. Totally. And look, he might not work out, but I just think that people are just kind of were out on him after his rookie year. And I think that's crazy. It takes time for these guys, especially these guys that it's not a, a natural fit necessarily for the defense and all that stuff. And look, Carter, it's like. It's just the, the, the you know, off-the-field stuff and if it affects him and also the effort and the motor. But if that stuff's there, like, he's going to be great. Like, this is, like, the physical stuff is there. You know, if he stays healthy and, and he can get the head stuff right, like, he, he was going to be the top pick in the draft, everybody. Like, he was going to be the top pick in the draft. He's that kind of talent. We could be talking about the defensive rookie of the year. We could be right. talking about a Hall of Famer talent-wise. Like, the, he is he is that level of talent. It's just we know there are other issues. 215-592-9494. Training camp coming up next week. Let's get on the record. Who are you excited to see? What are you most concerned about? What do you? Who's your training camp crutch? 215-592-9494. Plus, coming up next, we mentioned the Saquon Barkley audio. Not only is it something that Eagles fans will enjoy and get a chuckle out of, but it also does raise an interesting question about the running back position and what it means to the NFL moving forward. 215-592-9494. It's Tom Kelly. It's James Seltzer. It's Go Birds Radio from the beautiful sports book at Parks Casino. And let us tell you about our friends at Window Nation with a few words about summer. Searing, scorching, sweating, sweltering, blazing, blistering, burning, baking, feeling the heat. High temps aren't the only thing getting you hot under the collar. Wait till you see your energy bill. And your AC repair bills, the solution, we recommend our good friends at Window Nation for new energy-efficient windows. Your home stays comfortable and cool. Your energy bill sinks as low as it can go. And your AC will avoid any premature breakdown. Not to mention... 
The incredible savings Window Nation is offering right now with every two windows purchase. You'll get two windows free, plus you'll put zero down and make zero payments with 0% interest for 24 months. That is an insane deal. It's almost hard to believe. That could be up to thousands more in savings. So maintain, lower your bill, and get your home filled with new Window Nation windows. Buy two and get any two, get two free for, and pay nothing for two years. Here's how you get in touch with them. Call 866-90-NATION or online at windownation.com. That's 866-90-NATION or windownation.com and tell them Go Birds sent you. It's Go Birds Radio. Presented by the Bet Parks Sportsbook and Casino app. Ben Kenny doing a nice job on the ones and twos. Keep Very nice job. Yeah, yeah, solid so far. It's yep. good. Like, uh, you know, it's hit or miss sometimes when people are on the ones and twos. Yeah, you can count on people. I mean, Ben, Ben's good. Francisco's good. Um, you know, Nick Earnshaw, not so much. Yeah. Dope. He's, he's well, not great. Well, <laughs> <laughs> I, yeah, sometimes with the, uh, you know, let's get back to the age thing, the youngins. Like, Dan Wilson produced the, the morning show this week. He was in for Wack the Day. I was hosting, and, and it was all good music, but I, like, knew one of the songs. And I was like, okay, so this is, this is not my style of music. And I was like, this is very, very nice. Right. I just, I've never heard this before. But, right. you know, made me feel old. But, you know, we'll get through it. Well, yeah, that, that, that's the thing. I mean, that's always the, the, the tough thing about radio, like, because you and I both came in. We were, there was a time we were the young guys. Oh, yeah, buddy. And, and we're oh, not the yeah. young guys anymore. No. It's a disconcerting feeling. I know. Now we're the guys with kids. and We're the middle-aged guys. Screw you. We're talking about the show of, you know, complaining about our kids pretty much. Yeah, we're, literally. So, yeah, we came in, uh, you know, again, super cool. First time I've gotten to host the show with Tom. And we got here, and we're, like, talking about the what topics should we do, and it just evolved into us talking about our kids. And I'm like, oh, I remember when they're this age. Oh, let me tell you, she's going to be a real jerk when she does it. You know, and I'm like, oh, my two-year-old's already a jerk. So, yes. So yeah. I told Tom, get ready, because uh, we called Zoe a three-nager when she was three, because three was horrible. Uh, she's awesome now. Four is great. Big fan of four. So you just got to get through three to get to four, and then you should be good, at least until, you know. I'm going to have a teenage daughter someday. I'm not ready for that. Yeah. But, you know. I mean, I will eventually, too. Thank, my, my daughter's only seven months, so, <laughs> so it's going to take a while before I get You got some time that. on that. Yeah. yeah. They, they grow, though, man. They grow. Two, one, five, five, nine. What a, what a statement. Kids grow. Yeah. yeah. This, is what they, yeah. this is what people come to this show for, yes. enlightenment. There you the, go. The enlightenment. That's right. Just, just um, really those. I, I like to say things and have people go, wow, I didn't think about that. Kids grow. There you go. You're welcome. Unfortunately, it's not as enlightening as when Elliot's here because he, <laughs> he he is the the king of enlightenment. Is enlightenment the word we want to use here? All right, two one five five nine two ninety four nine four. Coming up in a minute, we're going to get some Saquon Barkley audio that uh, I think Eagles fans will enjoy hearing, but also raise a real question about the position, about the Giants, all that stuff. Let's go back to the phones. Go to Warrington and talk to Josiah. What up, Josiah? What's going on with you guys? Y'all hear me? Yeah, we got you. What's up, Josiah? Oh, uh, man, I want to talk a little big Eagles, man, a little bit of training camp. So one of the players that I'm really, really looking forward to, and I think that can make an impact in the rookie season, is Mr. Sidney Brown. Um, I've been watching his film, and he has all the traits, all the three traits that you really look for, like great safety, cover skills, um, he's technical, has, has great instincts, and he has ball skills. Um, that's one of the players that I'm really, really looking for. And to touch on the offense, because I, I heard you were talking about the offense, James. I think the offense is going to be a lot better this year. And the reason why is because they found their deep threat. Their deep threat, excuse me, A.J. Brown. Um, 
I was looking at, at a lot of the numbers last year, and then from, from week, I played from the Steelers game. From, I think that was week eight. From on, I mean, we had the best offense in the league, and that's because we found that A.J. Brown was probably our best deep threat. So yeah, and come, Josiah, and look, and Hurts just – Hertz just really took an unbelievable a step that no one thought. I think the Sidney Brown name is a really interesting one. We had Ross Tucker on the morning show on Thursday, and I asked him this exact question, Josiah. I said, who is a player that, that we might not be talking a ton about right now, but by the end of training camp, every Eagles fan is going to be like, that's my guy. And he was like, Sidney Brown, dude. Sidney Brown is going to be awesome. He flies around. Eagles fans are going to love him. So you and Ross Tucker are on the same page, Josiah. I'm telling you, Sidney Brown is like a combination of he's like he's like that. He's, he's, he's gonna give us the playmaking that Garner Johnson gave us, but at the same token, at the same token, he can tackle um, like that. So I'm excited to see Sidney Brown and also Nolan Smith. But I, honestly, I think Sidney Brown, like like because of the position that that he plays and the fact that it's a it's a vacancy in that position, I think day one, yeah, he can make a bigger impact than Nolan Smith. I'm talking about Joseph, day Joseph, one in New England. Yeah, no, it's a really good call, Josiah. And I do think that um, I personally think that Jalen Carter will make the biggest impact of any of the rookies this year. But there's a world where it's Sidney Brown. Yeah, for definitely. Sure. And that's the interesting thing about safety, James, is like that position's wide open. Mm-hmm. I mean, you talk about a spot where a rookie could come in and play right away. That's the spot because what do you have right now? You have Reed Blankenship. And Terrell Edmonds. And, and that's Ed- pretty much it. I mean, Kayvon Wallace still around. Like, we know that guy's not a starter. Kayvon Wallace. I'm, I'm kind of done with him. I, I am very done with Kayvon. If, if he were not around, I would be fine with that. Yes. Yeah, but, I mean, Sidney Jones, he's going to have probably an opportunity to win a job in camp. And if we're looking at, like, at like camp battles, I could see that being an area where we're, we're zeroing, zeroing in on that like every day as far as who's running with the first team because I think there's going to be a lot of changes throughout chan- uh, camp. Sean Desai trying to find the right combination. Oh, do we care about safeties in Philly? Is that like a position that we're into here? Or? Yeah, it seems to be a pretty important <laughs> one. I mean, well, Brian Dawkins, Malcolm Jenkins, you know. Yeah, well, it is interesting, though. I mean, we saw, look, and, and uh, you know, Desai has been very forceful about saying, you know, we're going to be physical, we want to be felt and all that. And obviously, whether, whether that's just because uh, they told him, hey, say this, and Philly will love you, or whether he believes it, we don't know yet. But philosophically, we all know, we've all heard, you know, Nick Sirianni even said it, that the defense is going to be at least philosophically similar to the Jonathan Gannon defense we saw the last couple seasons. And the safeties are important in that defense, man. Like, you need coverage over top. You need someone. I mean, we look, Chauncey Gardner-Johnson missed, what, five games and still tied for the lead league in, in interceptions. Like, there are opportunities for safeties in this defense, and you need them to show up. Yeah, no doubt. And, and it's going to help all those guys, the fact that, that you're able to keep those corners on the outside. And, again, like, can't stress how big that is to bring Slay back, to bring Bradbury back, which I think we all assumed Bradbury was gone. Uh, to have those guys on the outside, it should certainly help out you know, an inexperienced player like Sidney Brown if he does get that opportunity. All right, uh, back to the phones in a minute. Uh, Saquon Barkley. Uh, obviously, if, if you've not heard, I'm sure most people know, but Saquon and the Giants contract dispute over the season. Saquon, uh, they did not offer him. that. They offered him a, a, a long-term, you know, a few-year deal, but he did not like the offer. Ended up uh, signing the franchise tag to play for one year at that number. Uh, but Saquon is clearly clearly not happy about it here's what Saquon said a couple days ago I mean just the fact that he is saying out loud into a camera uh, first of all I could say bleep my teammates bleep the organization you just did like you actually said that I know you're 
couching it that way, but that it, you said that. And then on top of that, he's basically telling you, I might hold out. I might not show up. And for those who don't know, because he is on the franchise tag, he can skip all of training camp and not get fined. He can skip up until the eighth game of the season, still show up and accrue his year of service time. He'll get all his money, but he will get paid, you know, prorated what he plays and get his year of service time to accrue and get off the franchise tag or get franchised again, whatever happens. Like, Saquon does have some leverage here to make this very uncomfortable for a Giants team that desperately needs it. Yeah, and I think he's serious about it, James, because, like, there are certain guys they talk and you think, oh, well, you know, that guy's always talking. Saquon's not that kind of guy. Like, he's not the kind of guy that's going to come out and say bleep you to the organization, say bleep you to his teammates. So I think he's serious about this. Uh, He's obviously frustrated, as a lot of running backs are, um, but, you know, this is just the reality of the situation at that position these days, is teams are, are done Signing these guys to long-term deals. Yeah, I don't think Zoe's going to be a professional NFL player. I wouldn't say, yeah. But if I did have a, a child who I thought had a chance someday or whatever, like, and they were in, in Pop Warner or they were in middle school football or whatever, like, I would tell them not to play running back. No, don't be like running back. Go do something else, man. Like, honestly, anything else would be a better decision than running back for your long-term career prospects if you actually want to make a career out of this. And, hey, I get why they're frustrated. I mean, you take an extremely large amount of punishment for the first few years of your career. And you are important. Like, you do matter to team success, you know, in terms of a game-to-game basis. Yes, but to a point. Because, like— Of course. It's a passing league and all that stuff. But the point is, is it's not like we're talking about, like— a backup. It's right. not like we're talking about even like positions you can kind of hide here and there. Like there are like the running backs can play a major role in winning and losing football games and are a prominent role in terms of the watching football. And this is a unique case too because Saquon is one of those running backs. He's legit. That does mean so much to his team, especially when his quarterback stinks. Yep. Yeah. It's it's a fascinating thing. And look, Tom, I, I know we talked about this before. I, I think the Giants are going to be a absolute dumpster fire this year the way they're adding into the season the money they paid daniel jones the fact that they have seven of nine games on the road at one point which has never happened in nfl history like i think it's going to be a really really tough year for the giants but where do you come down the saquon thing do you think he should hold out do you think he's playing this wrong and, and the running back position in the nfl Two one five five nine two. 94-94. If you're on the line now, I see you guys. I'm going to get you all next segment. We're going to get to a lot of calls next segment. A few open lines if you want to get in now. 215-592-9494. Looking ahead to Eagles training camp next week. What are you excited about? Who do you want to see? When Elliot's busting out his training camp tweets, who are you hoping you're seeing videos, videos of? What battles are you hoping to hear about? 215-592-9494. Another hour for us to go at Go Birds from the beautiful sports book at Park Casino. And the Bet Park Sportsbook app is the only app that we here at Go Birds recommend. They cater to the real Philly sports fan with best in class customer service. The Birds, we're back. They open training camp next week, July 25th, and that makes now the perfect time to make those pro football future bets on the Bet Park Sportsbook app. So many awesome future bets to take advantage of. A $50 wager right now on the Birds to reach the conference finals pays $80. I think that's like a lock to win. <laughs> Just bet it and forget it. You got it. Bet pro football futures now. Again, so many fun ones. Here are the favorites for potential payouts. If any of these teams win at all, a $50 wager on KC pays $300. Eh, I'd rather do a $50 wager on Philly to pay out $350 because I believe in this team. 
this year, and there are so many other fun future bets to bet on. You can bet on division winners. You can bet on who's going to win it all, conference winners, league leaders in all kinds of categories, and the app is so fun. It's easy to use. It's intuitive. Join us right now and download the Bet Parks Casino and Sportsbook app, and here's a great deal for you. New customers make winning $10 bet. You get 125 in bonus sportsbook bets back. It must be a winning bet, and bonus bets must be wagered once. Bet Parks is an official betting operator of the PGA Tour as well. Bet golf with Bet Parks. 